Welcome to the Supreme Resort Land V World, a podcast about Disneyland and Walt Disney World, and which is the Supreme Resort. Was that good timing, Eric? Was that good? That was fantastic, Jimmy. Sweet. Each episode, we will discuss and explore each resort ride by ride, land by land, park by park to determine which is better. I'm your host, Jimmy, and thank you for joining me on this quest to help the greater good of humanity answer this long elusive question, which is better? Disneyland or Walt Disney World. Joining me to help find the answer is from Dan Hates the Beatles, currently in the urinal, is Dan. Yeah. Oh, he must still be going. <laughs> Dan. Hi. Hi. I, I hate the Beatles. I'm Dan. Uh, Stream Resort. Elusive Quest. Um, invest in... <laughs> just want to put it out there. If you are feeling hindered by... The freedom that your headphone uh, cable gives you buy an extender and you too can urinate while Jimmy is doing <laughs> it's freedom. I, I hate Beatles. I love freedom. Love freedom. And from Concierge is Eric. Hi, Eric. Hey, I'm Eric. My intro is less interesting. <laughs> All right. Uh, but also less likely to be edited out. <laughs> Oh, all of this is staying, including the the first five-minute sound check. Uh, Special guest today, everybody. We have a special guest jury today. You know her as the woman who sees a plumber across the street. (laughs) It is Christy. Yes, and I want to um, let the entire world know there is still a plumber across the street. Thank you. Keep us breaking on the plumber, please. Yes, keep us. We'll we'll be checking in periodically about the (laughs) status of said plumber. Uh, It's Sunday, so he's probably charging about like forty-five dollars every fifteen minutes. So it's critical that I keep an eye on him. Yeah, I really want to know. Like, is he walking in with a toilet? Is he walking out with a toilet? Is he working? What kind of plumbing is he doing? Um, Or is this a different out with a bill? So I'm going to say he may be finishing Uh up. So you never know. Maybe so he's he a was a billing plumber as yep. opposed to like a copyright plumber or a, That's uh, right. a divorce plumber. Oh, yes. yes. Maybe he was making a different kind of house call, if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, so, Christy, welcome to the show. Um, yes, the plumber is very important. Uh, we, we need to know a little bit about you. So tell us about your relationship to the Disney theme parks. Yeah, it's a great one. Um, my husband and I got married a long time ago, 26 years ago, and we were going to have one of those big weddings. Um, we opted to elope and just get married in front of our parents so we could take all the money we saved and go play in yeah. Disney World for two weeks. I have a question for you. Oh, God. No. <laughs> Did you get married at Disney World? No, we did not. Um, okay. We got married at Harvey's in Tahoe. Yeah. Oh. So right, second people. second part to the question. Uh-huh. Do you know anyone who has gotten married <laughs> at a Disney resort? I do know people who have been married at a Disney World at a Disney resort. In fact, my husband officiated a wedding mm. at a Disney resort. Was it February 9th, 2006? <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> no, it was oh. not. But I'm guessing that, that since Jimmy said that he was there February 9th, yes. 2006. And he's been looking for the person who officiated the wedding ever since. Uh, I can almost guarantee um, he's dirt napping right now. Oh. Wow. 
Jesus. <laughs> no, she just became one of the haunts at the Haunted Mansion. Oh, oh the happy haunts. They there got a thousand go. now. That's right. Woo-hoo. Uh, yeah. So, so tell us the, the reason why, or was there a moment or a series of events that made you fall in love with these parks? Absolutely. I had never been. I never got to be a kid who traveled. I never got to do any of that. So the first time I stepped into Disneyland was like, oh my hell. And I was 19. Oh, wow. I had never seen anything except the movies. I had no idea what it looked like. My husband was a guest of a Coca-Cola distributor when he was like eight or nine. So they got to go to the front of the rides. They got to do all that. I had never even been there. So I walked in and went, oh, this is a theme park. Okay. And so ever since, I try and go, well, obviously 2020 has been a crazy year, but we try to go to Disney at least once a year. Disneyland is considerably closer since I live in the mountains. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, as often as we can get to a Disney park, we go. We just love it. So... Uh, spoiler warnings if somebody were to ask you uh just off the street which is better disneyland or disney world what would you tell them oh, that's not fair. um i would tell them for a first timer do disneyland mm. it's smaller you'll get to see more you'll get a feel for what you like and what you don't um and then if you have like three or four days i would go do disney world and do your research and don't go to the Magic Kingdom because they have the Magic Kingdom Ooh. in Disneyland. Go see wow. Epcot and Animal. Go see Epcot, Animal Kingdom, and um, Disney Studios and then decide if you want to go to the Magic Kingdom. I would leave that last day kind of open and hop to the Wow. Park. Hot take. Yeah. We're at some point going to do an episode on Disneyland v. Magic Kingdom. Oh. And but we need to kind of build up and hit all the other attractions that are in both parks before we can do that. So we have a little more enveloping, encompassing conversation. But Ooh. we have some time. That sounds like a cliffhanger. I love it. <laughs> totally, um, uh, Jimmy. I I don't want to ruin whatever format you have going, but I, I have a question in, in Dan's mailbag of mail that seems very apt okay. right now. Hello, sports fans. This is Dan's mailbag of mail, and I'm still figuring out how much effort I want to put into the intro for this. Maybe the answer is none. Um, <laughs> that seems inappropriate. I think, so. I, think, I think it was a specified amount of time. I love it. You know, I'm really, I'm torn with like how much I want to lean into my quote character. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, so here's a question. Um, from somebody who sent uh, a question to Dan's mailbag of mail, which is uh, thank you, someone. Things to Dan at uh, his name is David, mm. and he happens to be the person who sent in basically all of the questions, and that's why I didn't say the we name. love we love someone <laughs> we love David, but please, <laughs> for those of you listening, please send in your questions for Dan's mailbag of mail. Any question he will read, anything mm-hmm. you sent. You listen, you listen to the show, you know it's true. Um, so here's the question. I live in California, so I've been to Disneyland numerous times, but I've never been to Disney World or any of the other Disney parks. Assuming money, time, and COVID were not issues, which new Disney park would you recommend I visit and why? Good question. Chris, do you want to take that one first? I do. Um, absolutely. Very first would be Epcot. 
I love Epcot. Um, right now it's a little bit of a mess, but still I would go to Epcot. I would see all that you can see. Um, and then when you get to the back of Epcot, you can go on the journey and see Mexico, Norway, Italy, Germany. You can see all of those countries in a day and get a real flavor for those countries. And you can actually mm -hmm. talk to people from those countries. It's amazing, amazing, amazing. And short of a carnival cruise, also not going right now, you can't do that anywhere else. But you can go there and see all those countries in a day. Amazing. Yeah, like a permanent World's Fair, right? My, yeah, uh, my, my brother calls it real Europe. Yeah. Because it's sort of everything that you want out of those places, like when you go to Germany, that's what you want to see, right? You don't want to see state-of-the-art technology and high-rises. You want to see Lederhosen and giant beers and pretzels. That's just all you want. And, and Eiffel Tower, if you're going to France, like it's just, it's, yeah, and bratwurst. It's just all the things that you, it's the stereotype. It's the, it's the Disneyfication of these societies and cultures, but you know, it's what you want. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Super fun. Great time. If you're a legal drinking age um, you can also like have a beverage in each country and really have a good time mm -hmm. and do you know a little snack a little drink a little snack a little drink and get to experience italian wine along with you know have a yard of beer in england it's amazing what a Makes wonderful idea uh how now if you were going to do this consecutively you're going to go to all 11 countries in which country do you begin your journey okay so i have to tell you i would absolutely start at the rosen farm in england um, rosen crown rosen crown pardon me rosen crown and then i would go to canada and i would go around that way um so i would uh -huh. end up in mexico so i can have a margarita and then stumble out well i mean but the problem is for me, Rose and Crown is between well, Mexico is or Canada's between Mexico and the United Kingdom. That is true. So you'd have to double back, which would be fine, but I, I concur. I think we or go ahead. Yeah. Going through the international gateway. I mean Ooh, the front of the park's a, totally. yes. a giant construction zone right now. So yes. take the skyliner. Yep. It's a great idea. Only problem with that is you can't take the <laughs> ECV that you exactly. rented. Oh, oh you can though, is the thing, Dan. Oh, you can. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. They have a very special line entrance for the ECVs and wheelchairs. It's got its own little private access. Nice. All right. So Christy so. says Epcot. Great answer. Uh, Eric, how about you? What What's your answer to the question? I, I guess COVID not, notwithstanding... Yeah, normally I would say Epcot. Right now, so much of the flavor is is altered. Uh, there are no international um, international college students serving you there. You walk up to uh, to to China and you want to go see the 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 classic film Wonders of Meow. China, and there's a guy named Tom standing outside who says. Uh, hey, the movie's starting soon. <laughs> yeah, we had like Dolores from New Jersey. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Ni hao. That's how we say hello in China. <laughs> Where I'm from. <laughs> I'm from. You can tell it's on my badge. <laughs> yeah. She's wearing someone else's name tag. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, everybody in Italy just says forget about it. I, I've been there. <laughs> I've been there. 
<laughs> uh, fantastic. Yeah. So Epcot is your answer too, Eric? Normally, yes. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, was there any geographic limitation when he said any Disney resort? Um, I think f- for the purposes of this oh. show, let's say other. Okay. So, uh, whew, that's. Because I know what your answer is. Yeah, I mean, it's Disneyland Paris. That's the answer. Always. Default from episode one. Um, Man, if you were going to pick any theme park, I mean. If you need to think, go ahead. Buy me some time. time. Okay. So I think that if we were living in like the early 90s, which some of us still Mm -hmm. do. um, My sense of humor stopped developing then. (laughs) I would say definitely Epcot. Um, this isn't, this is a very me answer. And that's, I think what, what this should be. I say go to magic kingdom because if your only point of reference is Disneyland, I, I know for me, it was the first place yeah. I went. Cause I want to, I, I was like, okay, I want to see what, I want to see the differences. I want to be confused. Like the space mountain is where the train station should be in your head and pirates, of the Car- going on a pirates, of the Caribbean that like, I mean, I don't want to give it away, but it's bad. Um, <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> the queue is great, though. The queue is great. The queue is great. But that, but oddly enough, that's one of my favorite rides at Disney World because it's such a weird experience for me to have so many things that feel the same, but then have it be like, oh, and it's over now? Yeah. <laughs> so, it is jarring. I, it is jarringly abrupt. Yeah. So there's enough that's the same that it's – kind of it's but then there's enough that's different that it'll it's just like it's jarring but in a in a way that i find really fun Mm -hmm. um but if not that then uh, animal kingdom because it's basically just big adventure land yeah so i would my answer would be this at some point in in evolution my answer would have been epcot magic kingdom and animal kingdom at some point so magic kingdom for to dan's point Mm-hmm. Um, for all those reasons, Epcot for all the, the the reasons you guys are talking about, but because future Epcot looks so much more unique, but I God knows they're not going to have the money to actually create that future Epcot for a long time. So I would say they got to bring Paul Pressler back, and then they'll go. figure out a way. Paul two point oh, <laughs> uh, I think that Disney's Animal Kingdom is probably the most stunning and most. Uh, it's it's the largest park. I mean, you think the the just the the safari ride, you could put the entire Disneyland resort in that ride. <laughs> like that's how big this park is. And and it's so beautiful. You can imagine it used to be a cow pasture and they raised the land to like almost I want to say a hundred and something feet in the safari. So you have these beautiful vistas. They they brought in millions and millions of plants. And it is the most lush and beautiful park. It's a wonderful escape. You can get lost in trails. You can see animals from Africa and Asia. You could, there's a little train ride to go to this conservation station. It's just gorgeous. So if you've never, if you want to go to one park outside of Disneyland Resort, I would say Animal Kingdom for all those reasons. So I think the answer is to not go to Hollywood Studios. Uh, I mean, I almost went there because of, that's where all the cool stuff is now, but. Yeah, but but we have Star Wars Land. That's a good point. That's a good point. And Slinky Dog's a fun ride, and and Toy Story Land is fun. But the transition from Toy Story Land to Star Wars and vice versa is just, what's the word? Dumb? 
<laughs> like it's just dumb. Like it, it, there's not even an effort. Like on one end, you're going through Mulholland Tunnel, so you have this little bend transition into this open space, and, and use that. But between a Hollywood, land, I mean, Toy Story Land, it was just like, hey, we're here now. Yeah, yeah. Transition is they didn't even try, right? Yeah, it's yeah. But Jimmy, but Jimmy, that would be impossible because there are no Star Wars toys anywhere in the world, <laughs> and it's not like they have a Star Wars themed ride that they can use on the other side. So I, so I think you're asking for them to do the impossible, to be honest. I see what you're doing. I'm not even going to play. <laughs> I'm not even going to. Uh, yeah. So hopefully that answers David's question. And do you have any others from anyone else named Dave? <laughs> How about somebody named Dave? Um, yeah, Dave. Okay. So from or Dave, about- Mr. S. <laughs> Dave S. Um, you are given complete creative license to retheme Toontown and Disneyland, but you must utilize some sort of Disney IP. Sorry, no hot drinks land. Mm. Wh- how would you retheme it? Well, I think I'm gonna get, I'm gonna start. I think in that episode where we talked about Toontown, we kind of talked about what we would do, and I th- I fully believe just extend Star Wars Land. I think we talked about this. And mm-hmm. just extend Star Wars Land. It is it is the Gungan village. You got Jar Jar's uh jumpy jellyfish <laughs> right <laughs> uh yeah i say make it star wars land 2.0 extension misa poopy milkshakes <laughs> yeah <laughs> gungan gliders <laughs> throw in another spinner yep i yeah. related yep sith spinners <laughs> X-Wing turnaround. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the ride. Well, you could do dogfighting. You could oh, have totally. X-Wings and, and TIE Fighters alternating. Oh, there we yes, go. I like Perfect. that. You could get a picture opportunity with uh, Palpatine's mini clones oh. that, are, that are oddly Snow. Yeah. Or Snape. Snow Snoke in a tube. Snoke. <laughs> yep. Snoke sailing barge. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, that was fun. What, how about you guys? I think uh, going back to that episode, we talked about the Muppets and having them take oh, over that. Yeah. Um, and, and I think what we could do for the transition, because there does need to be a connection up there, I think, um, is uh, like a serious, like you start in what like the entrance to Toontown is now with more like, Hey, meet the Muppets. And like, as you go further, I think it's West, it gets more and more dark. Like you get to a labyrinth thing and then dark crystal and then star Wars. You could keep the, the cartoon spin as it is exactly, but just remove all the Roger rabbit references and just replace Roger rabbit with Jar Jar. Uh, it'll be called Jar Jar's Cartoon Spin. <laughs> Change nothing. Like keep the weasels yeah, exactly. in the dip. <laughs> Jessica Rabbit's still there. Just replace Roger with Jar Jar. Yeah. But buy and the what, property back so you can have Benny the Cat. Oh, actual well, I'm, uh, imagine Jareth's magic dance party. <clears throat> are, you, are we back to the Muppets again? <laughs> Yeah, it's my it's oh, my turn. It's a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Yeah. Or uh, I'm trying to come up with a joke, you know, involving David Bowie's package, but (laughs) in in Labyrinth, but it's not coming to me. So that means it's probably best not to. Um, But basically, I think you could you could have the the Muppets. My thinking, if it's not obvious, is you can have the Muppets as like the whimsical, you know, wacky Muppets as the starting point. That's your transition from fantasy land. Um, and then you get slowly more like, I guess, serious, like, cause Muppets do, they have done serious stuff. Oh yeah. And then that then bridges the gap to Star Wars. I realize that Dark Crystal isn't a part of Star Wars, but like thematically and aesthetically, mm. there is a connection between that and Yoda. Yeah. So where does Dr. Teeth fall in this, this strata? I think you put him on, uh, you replace Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln with Great Moments with Dr. T. <laughs> All right. But Dan, those are uh, two, there are two opposite ends of the park. You're not even bringing the theming. Yeah, I know. And it's unprecedented because I know that that's never, Unpre- that's never been done at Disneyland before. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it's not like we have. I, th- that was a joke. I'm not going to go for it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the, the Hall of President, or excuse me, the Great Moments of Mr. Lincoln will come up later in the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but before we do that, what, how? What is your answer, Christy? I would definitely do Tim Burton's Wonderland. I think that would be so much fun to walk just into everything Tim Burton and just have a maze and a little tiny red, you know, the red queen, the queen of hearts with her head. And I mean, I would just have an absolute blast. You could go to it. Christy, are you, do you follow um, Dan on Facebook? (laughs) No. (laughs) Cause he literally today canceled Tim Burton. (laughs) I, I, I I just, I think Tim Burton is just, the bomb and just to walk through into so, the brain for a hot minute would be super scary uh, but really awesome i just discovered the power of selective canceling <laughs> and it's, it's awesome <laughs> i have decided that in my life tim burton is canceled because i'm just tired of yeah, him and I, he's not for everybody I, i'm not saying back there she would just stand there what is all of this why is that lady's head so big? Yeah, no, it, to her body, she would fall down. I mean, that's what it would do. Yeah. Well, I, I get all that. I'm just, I'm just tired of, I'm tired <laughs> of him. But I, I think I, <laughs> I would still go to Tim Burton Land because I think, I, I think you're onto something. Tim Burton's there. Wonderland. So it's all Alice in Wonderland. That whole, that whole thing, right? Yeah, it would be awesome. I mean, you could have a time ride where you go forward and backward in time, and you could have. Spinners with Tweedledee and Tweedledum. I mean, you could, it, it just, it would take kind of away from that cartoony wonderland and take it really more into what Carol was thinking. It just, it, it just would be amazing. You could have Jabberwocky yeah. all over the place. You could have Jabberwocky walk. I mean, it would be awesome. <laughs> Jabberwocky talkie. Uh, and I, Yep. But I, I think also thematically, it sort of fits in that area because Toontown is a little bit wacky, a little off, no straight lines. So you could even keep some of the similar structures and just change the color palette. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you get your dark and twisty in there for sure. But I, I just think it would be an amazing, just kind of a juxtaposition of, oh, the happiest place on earth. Oh, this is the wackiest place on earth, right? And maybe that would mean that 
uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas overlay at Haunted Mansion would no. go away forever. Ooh. Well, that's a thing now too. People are talking. People are saying that now. They all listen to our show and they're all saying anyway. Um, more and more people are talking about it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that is interesting. Yeah, you're hearing it. You're hearing it everywhere now. Yeah. Yes. Both both of the podcasts I listen yes, to. That's right. This this one and yours up. <laughs> are there any others? Uh, Eric, how about you? Uh, um, keep it Toontown. Uh, retheme it to the new uh, Mickey Mouse cartoons. I love oh, the yeah. design aesthetic of those. You cartoons. got that ride coming in. We're putting right runway railway railway is going in. Difficult to say. Going um, in, going in. It's not that hard. Yes. Oh, okay. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> back to <laughs> back to the speech therapist. Um, <laughs> But yeah, you could just change up a lot of it. I mean, it, it's it wouldn't be that big of a, a that big of a change, but you could make it a little more cohesive and and find some some good tie-ins. I'm sure um, between some of the new cartoons and you know gadgets, go coaster and the 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 trolley that doesn't do anything anymore. It's a photo op. It is a photo op. <laughs> but it used to move. Yeah, it did. Everything moved. And we got. But made no are, are we in agreement though that Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin is a good yes. ride, or am I alone? On I'm that? with you. I know it's great. Okay, the, the queue's okay. great, very immersive. It's a lot of. Have we done that ride yet? Mm, no, maybe it'll no. be on the Six Flags show. Think so. well, there you go. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, there's this other podcast <laughs> I heard about once. Mm, nah. <laughs> uh, well, great. So, Eric, you have more. No, that's it. <laughs> Great. Great transition. Great. I had a lot of time to think about that. <laughs> oh, so uh, zip. There it goes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, everybody. So we this show came out, comes out. You're listening. <laughs> Two days ago was the U.S. <laughs> presidential election. I just heard about mm-hmm. that this morning that that was happening. Um, I got a text message from several people. <laughs> anyway, no. Were any of them doctors? <laughs> More likely than UFOs in Boulder, Colorado. Um, yeah. So we were originally thought it would be a good idea because we wanted to do the Hall of Presidents v. Lincoln or vice versa. Uh, because, you know, there's somewhat of an equivalent. All the Hall of Presidents is, is just lincoln on steroids right conceptually yeah um and we thought that what a perfect time to release said episode not not our last president to be on steroids sure um so what a perfect time here timely elections presidents that kind of thing and then we looked around us and uh read some read some (laughs) nude articles and figured that probably wouldn't be the best idea right now now to be fair we were going to record it before the election so that anything we talked about wouldn't be controversial but then we realized that it doesn't matter what we say about anybody <laughs> it's controversial right now so we're gonna push that back people have thoughts about politics i've heard just one or two yeah i think what i i think what we discovered in that is that an idea can be cute and still be bad yeah and christy you nailed it it's either one or two Correct. <laughs> there's no other choices <laughs> no, no one or two 
And it doesn't matter who, who you vote for. If the other person gets elected, democracy is done. Yeah, <laughs> that's moving to Canada. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Yes. So uh, I think we're going to push that back to President's Day. Is that fair? Fair. 2023? Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll see. Yes. We'll 2024. See. <laughs> yeah, still have to be timely. I oh, know. Too close to another election. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Um, yeah. Anyway, so that any, – anybody else want to say anything else about that? Not that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Great. That's all. That's all. I just want to say to both of you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, are, I mean, I already have my my most of my research down. It just depends on how many more presidents we we have before we record yeah. this show. <laughs> Maybe it'd be fun if we record it on president. No, on the election night on November third, we record it oh and then release oh it God. whenever we feel. Do you have any idea how drunk I'm going to be? <laughs> Listen, as Dan is not really paying attention to the podcast as he's looking at just yelling. <laughs> oh, no. He's yelling about everything. Uh, yeah, I think it's time to move on. You're right. Good call. Uh, Dan, <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought it was a great idea. Anyway. It, it wasn't. <laughs> but thank you. It was, an, it was a cute, it was a neat idea. It was, it was a, like as a concept, it was like, huh. Yeah, that's kind of cute. But then the closer we got to it, it's like, oh, no. Yeah, there's, no, no, there's, no, no. there's nothing that good that'll come out of that. Um, so this episode today, what number is this? Is this episode 30? Uh, 920. Well, it's a big one. And we like to save the, you know, the even numbers, the zeros and the fives. We like to save the the really important topics, the things that everybody kind of is most passionate about for those. So... This is no exception. This is the case of the carousels. King Arthur v. Prince Charming. So, now, Christy is going to be acting as jury today. I will be the judge. Uh, Christy, you're welcome to interpret that however you want. There are no rules. And (laughs) we have never set a scope document for the jury. Yes. Um, And if Dan set any kind of precedence, you can say whatever you want, whenever you want. And... Uh, Dan will be arguing for the carousel that came first at Disneyland, which is King Arthur's carousel. Mm-hmm. And Eric will be arguing for Prince Charming's carousel, which cannot be the first name of that carousel. But I'm sure you'll get to that, right? <laughs> no, it was not. It was called Cinderella's carousel. First, but spoilers. Yeah. Uh, okay. So if King Arthur gets a point, you will hear. Mm-hmm. What am I yep. hearing? Uh, well, as everyone knows, that is a, that's the end of the Knights of the Round Table song from uh, Monty Python. Knights of the Round Holy Table, we don't want never were able. Yeah. Uh, it's only a model. <laughs> <laughs> I almost went there. <laughs> uh, yes. And if, uh, Prince Charming's carousel gets a point, you will hear. I, I think I hear Prince Charming coming now. There you go. I, I think. <laughs> I don't know why. No explanation required on that one. It's from an episode of Sesame Street where Kermit the Frog is uh, doing a news story by Sleeping Beauty, which I realize is a different thing. Um, But now, um, was Sesame Street and Prince Charming? There you go. Kermit the Frog in Sesame Street often? Occasionally, yeah. Yeah. Because I I just don't picture. I picture Oscar the Grouch. I got, I guess I remember the Cookie Monster, Big Bird. Anyway. Snuffleupagus, of course. I had a friend, you remember my friend in college, Dan, 
who told mm-hmm. me that I reminded her of Snuffleupagus. Like, and she could never explain it to me. Like the way I looked, the way I, something about me reminded her of Snuffleupagus. And I was always your imaginary status. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I was going to go the other way. I was going to, but well played. <laughs> what friend? Who are you talking about? You know, the girl that I was really close <laughs> friends with for a long time. Her yes. mom was Miss America. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, so the, she will remain nameless, but uh, trying to protect the innocent? I don't know. Anyway, um, so this episode. So, Dan, you're going to go first with King Arthur's Carousel. Tell us all about it. Okay. Well, let me put on my, my reading glasses here. Okay. Uh, so I want to acknowledge just in general some major sources that I have turned to for this. Dave Land blog, Tripozo, uh, the Disneyland story, a book by a person that I should have put Sam Genoway. the author. You know the other, that guy. Yeah. Jinx. Uh, and the website for arrow manufacturers, Ooh. the people who do not make breakfast cakes, um, or candy bars, British candy bars. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. The history of this. Uh, we all know the, the story from Griffith park. We've all heard it about how Walt Disney, was sitting there watching his children enjoy the carousel that he loved so much at Griffith Park. And it might be partially legend, but it's probably rooted in some truth. But let's, you know, we've given some credit to legend because the story is part of sometimes part of the history or, you know, the, the, the legend story adds to basically Disney is, they they're not sh- they're not shy in dealing in a little bit of false nostalgia. So, and this is part like of the that. park bench. You know, like, there's is there a way? It, right. It's all encompassing the entire idea for Disney and its eventual right. global domination of theme parks happened in one moment on a bench. That that's probably that is not the case. We know that he had this idea stewing in his head, and it wasn't like a. It wasn't like uh, I'm sitting here watching, you know, children enjoy this this carousel and it's sticky and gross and disgusting. And I know what if what if I changed everything? It, 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 you know, but the, maybe there was a moment at that park where he was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I mean, we really don't know. But anyway, Dan, I like thinking um that you know in the interviews like i was sitting there daddy's day and yeah i was watching the girls on the carousel and i'm like I, there needs to be a place where everyone can enjoy things together mm-hmm. and it's going to be centered around fantasy well what's the centerpiece of that land going to be a carousel <laughs> yeah that was i mean that was that's probably it where he was just like you know what i should have a carousel and you know what i really like this carousel i mean we don't I, I lost the interview footage that I, that I did with Walt Disney's Frozen Head last week, but he kind of confirmed that that's the case. Um, no? Okay. Uh, so Ross Davis was the owner of the Griffith Park carousel, if not Griffith Park. And again, Disney really liked that carousel specifically. And um, it was built in 1926 by Spillman Engineering. Um, and it was the last one of its kind with four abreast jumpers. Now, jumpers are a type of carousel horse. Apparently, there are different types of carousel horses with different names. A listener is a carousel horse with one ear forward and one back. 
a stargazer is one with his head back or her head back and eyes up. A top knot pony has a heavy forelock. And I don't know what that means. A jumper has all four feet off the ground as though it is jumping. Hmm. So, yeah. So uh, this next bit is very heavy in information directly from Arrow's website. Um, so I just want to give them credit for that. Uh, the Sunnyside Park uh, Denzel Carousel, which is what uh, Ross Davis found uh, for Walt. Walt basically said, I want one like this. And Ross was like, okay, well, l- let me look at my connections and see what I can find that's like this. Because uh, he really, really wanted them to be all jumpers. Because um, all the kids want to be on the jumpers, right? Well, all the kids want to be on the jumpers and they're just like, it's more, it's more actiony. You know, it's more, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're prancing, you're jumping. You, it's, it's more romantic, I guess. What um, is the difference, anybody uh, on the panel? What is the difference between a merry-go-round and a carousel? Merry-go-round goes the other way. What? So it's like a, it's like a below the equator. They're merry-go-rounds. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 I haven't done like extensive research on that. It, it's just something that has come up in looking through this, that someone was like, yeah, merry-go-round goes the other way. So according to that person, that's what that is. Okay. And I would have said that a merry-go-round requires like manual intervention. Like a merry-go-round to me is something we sat on as kids and our parents spun us around on and it wasn't always horses. It might've been a seal or uh, okay. a dog. Yeah. I feel like I remember reading that a merry-go-round has multiple different types of, of things you can sit in, whereas a carousel is all horses. Well, no, because this one that he got from uh Sunnyside Park uh, actually had all sorts of things on it. It had like, I don't know. I don't remember off the top of my head, but there were different multiple animals like, I don't know, like a zebra, an otter, a squid, um, a sad person. Um, I mean, (laughs) just because I can't list them doesn't mean that it's not true. According Um, to the Canadian Broadcasting Company, a merry-go-round mm-hmm. and carousel are synonyms, words that mean the same thing. Some people say that the difference between a merry-go-round and a carousel is they turn in different directions. Whatever the reason, yeah. merry-go-rounds in Europe tend to turn clockwise. Synonym, toes, mm. um, okay. So, yeah. So this one uh, operated from 1922 to the mid-50s, although some sources claim it was built in 1875. Um, you would think that I'd include in my notes where it came from, but apparently that got edited out. Uh, so Sunnyside Park, everyone, um, built by Denzel. It was originally a three-row model, and the outer row was all standards, meaning that they were just standing. Um, but it became the foundation for another piece of Walt's dream. Uh, without increasing the dynamic Dianetics, diameter of the turntable, aero development. Iambic pentameter. Yes. (laughs) Without increasing the iambic pentameter of the turntable, aero development added another course and converted all the horses to jumpers, uh, just like the one at Griffith Park. This doubled the mechanical load on the drive mechanism as every crankshaft had to be lengthened and modified to drive two added rows of jumping horses. And eventually they ran out of jumpers. So a search began. Uh, Five of the horses came from a carousel from San Francisco's Playland at the beach. Um, 
and some were found in like the storage for Coney Island. Um, so we're looking at Coney Island, San Francisco's Playland, and wherever Sunnyside Park was or Canada. is. Um, Toronto. Toronto, Canada. Your attention, please. <laughs> hey, everybody. Uh, taking a little bit of break from the normal excitement, uh, I'm very pleased to announce that we have a very special guest in the studio, uh, one Miss Celine Dion. Hello, bonjour. Hello. Bienvenue, Celine. Uh, oui, mais uh, comment ça? Enchanté. Uh, uh, beaucoup, monsieur. Comment ça va? De, de nada. Hey, but, you know, it's really nice uh, having this conversation in French with you. Mm -hmm. But um, I, I know this is a Disney Parks podcast. That Yeah, as a matter of fact, uh, we compare and contrast Disneyland and Walt Disney World to decide which is the Supreme Resort. Ooh, that sounds beaucoup uh, interessante. Um, I'm not sure if you've heard about this uh, travel planning uh, service called Concierge. Yes, I have. As a matter of fact, they're very good people. Uh, they are se magnifique. And um, I I just got back from a, a lovely trip to uh, Epcot Center. I wanted to visit. I wanted to visit. Basically, I just went back and forth between the French and and Canada Pavilion. Well, yeah, like, since you grew up in uh, Charlemagne, Quebec. That's right. So I'm French Canadian. So I figured I want to see. I, I was torn. They were both my favorite is what I'm getting mm -hmm. to. Sort of like how a uh, Lisa mattress or a Casper mattress, mm -hmm. you know, you're, you're not sure which, cause they're both great. So, um, yeah. So I just, I have to ask, uh, what was it like performing for the Pope? You know, it, it's after a while, it's just performing, but you know, what I was really thrilled about is how, uh, concierge was able to help me throw together, not even throw, I wanted to just throw together, uh, a, a vacation. Cause you know, I'm a big star. I'm like, whatever, I'm just going to show up and they'll take care of me. But, mm -hmm. um, concierge was suggested to me, uh, by my close personal friend, Phil Collins. And, mm. uh, he said, if I just call the phone number, which I don't, really have on off the top of my head but the, the website is concierge.com mm -hmm. uh you connect with them and they will treat anyone like a celebrity and right it, it was really fantastic um i had a they had great suggestions and i was able to uh you know save a little bit of money not like it matters to me because I'm, I'm so wealthy would you like some money <laughs> always i'd love some um okay and uh, but i i suspect that the fame part is really, it must be interesting because you grew up in such a large family. Well, I did. And that's why we like to order, uh, we order several blue apron meals. Mm. Um, I'm, like I said, fabulously wealthy. So I pay for it and, and I send it to them, uh, using stamps, stamps.com for the postage. Mm -hmm. And, um, but Even with I really fame, wanna... you're still, uh, still trying to save money. How, what other ways do you save money? Oh, so many different ways. I have Cash App. I uh, have uh, Legal Zoom for all my legal needs. Uh, uh, I made my own website with Squarespace. But what I really want to get into is how Concierge really, uh, really, really helped me. I was having trouble difficulty, <laughs> having difficulty remembering, but it's all coming back to me now. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, songs. you know, Let's since you were, songs. yes, a, a beloved classic. So we, um, but, but your first TV appearance wasn't until you were 40 years old. So you, you really had quite a life before you became a global celebrity, right? Right. But I mean, I looked hello fresh. Did I not? <laughs> Do you that have you that did. phone number? Guys. Oh what, no. When are you turning oh. the power back on? <laughs> oh, uh, sorry, Celine, we have a, that what button is, you keep pushing, what is, um, this, that, yes, the, that what cuts is on? the power. What is on? Is, is this on? Is that how you say it? Yeah, sorry, I'm French, French Canadian. For, that's French for off. So, um, oh. Yeah, we keep, uh, you keep turning off the power to one Hold of on. our sister podcasts. Let me just, let me just relabel this. Uh, what's this about Lay Star Wars? <laughs> we have a, there's another, there's oh. another podcast. I don't think they're hand scan. I'm sorry. Is it, is it Lay, Lay War des, des Stours? <laughs> des Etoiles. In, uh, c'est magnifique. We. Oui. <laughs> well, thanks for coming by, Celine. We really okay, appreciate it. I gotta your go. Time. Oh, hey, right. but uh, uh, when you book your vacation with uh, concierge, mm-hmm. you'll be king of the world. Bye. 856 Our Ears. Bonjour. representation on this episode sure um so that's kind of where it, it, it everything kind of came together with that so and there are all also outside horses which means that there's a highly detailed right side facing out to the public um arrow converted the third row standers on the sunnyside park to jumpers by removing their legs and carving new ones chariot benches benches that were on the carousel were removed and their woodwork was repurposed to decorate the calliope tenders and passenger cars on the Casey Jr. Circus train. Oh, I know. I found that to be very interesting. That's very cool. That is. Disney started upcycling. I like it. Yeah. They're, they're green. Yeah. A Wurlitzer. Now, when we get into the band organ and calliope, I've gotten, there's I've been sent on a number of goose chases that I can use help on here. But anyway, a Wurlitzer number 157 band organ face was used as decoration and motifs from Sleeping Beauty were also added. This that came later. Um, according to an article in e-ticket magazine, King Arthur's current horses are all outside row quality. There are mounts for 72, which enables a rolling maintenance schedule of four on, four off, which also explains why horses will appear to change location from time to time. Now, every carousel horse is hand-carved. There are no two that are identical. Uh, The majority of them, well, they all have distinct names, and I'm not going to get into that, but if you talk to 
people at city hall, they will love to give you the list. Um, and Disney designers named the horses to fit their individual personalities. Walt had a favorite. It was jingles and because it was it had jingles on it <laughs> and uh disneyland's official roster of king arthur carousel horses currently lists 85 names 85 right they have more so that they can take off four yeah, at a time rotate. for maintenance yeah, yeah right that's crazy yeah uh so when they started operating it they discovered that the electric brake stopped the ride too quickly so they broke the teeth the gear teeth out and they talked to Bud Hurlbut at Knott's Berry Farm because he had a similar machine. And that one was delivered without bull gears or bull brakes at all. Hmm. So they figured maybe he figured out a solution to this problem. He's dealt with this before. Let's talk to him. This was back when the two companies were, you know, on good terms. Hmm. Um, which they kind of still are. Well, less so. Hang out and steal each other's yeah, ideas. They had, yeah, they had the Walt Club. <laughs> um, Walt, Whitman, Walt Whitman was an unofficial member. Yeah, Walt, not Walt Whitman. Uh, <laughs> Walt Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Walt, Walt Disney, <laughs> and I'm, that's, that's, that's all the walls. Like, <laughs> yeah, and just a walnut, who a giant anthropomorphic walnut who was confused, <laughs> and then it was renamed the No Walnut Club. Right, right, right. And then he had he went and joined up Mr. Peanuts Nut oh. Gang, <laughs> terrorizing hey. the streets of Akron, Ohio. <laughs> right. Hey, Mr. Walnut, I'm Mr. Peanut. Andy Cash over here. I've met her. She's the problem. <laughs> I cash you out outside. Anyway, uh, so uh, this uh, Bud Hurlbut person, he found an old machinery book and figured out how to deal with this problem. And it, he made a gear that, you know, from scratch based on this old machinery machinery book. And it turned out that that piece of equipment was exactly the right fit for the Disneyland carousel. Um, so they went zoink. Thank you. And they stole yet another thing from Knott's Bay. <laughs> wow. So over time, because of the overwhelming popularity of the carousel's single white horse, which was jingles, um, since 1975, uh, all horses have, have been painted white. John Hench noticed that all the kids wanted to ride the white steed, um, mainly because of the imagery of the prince. And I mean, it's probably some other things, but that's what they said. Mm-hmm. This is their like, eh. well, man, with between the, all the carousel stuff and then the hidden cues that were stolen from from that uh, mine train ride. Mm-hmm. Do you think we should change the podcast? Which is better, Knott's Berry Farm or Walt Disney World? <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, Knott's Berry Farm gets de- decidedly worse yeah, after yeah, that's, this. That's period, reasonable, so, as as you have yes, experience quite, with quite. me. Um. So Kim Irvine oversaw the project. Um. Some people might recognize her name from the Imagineering story. Uh. She is Imagineering royalty. If you ask her. Um. The canopy was changed from aluminum to I don't know. Let's say cloth. Why not? Um. And Sleeping Beauty paintings were added to the inside. Mm. And that connect that makes a connection with Sleeping Beauty Castle, which just happens to be right there. Mm. Uh, and there, there were two other refurbishments to the carousel. One was in 1983 for New Fantasyland and one in 2003. In 1983, to open the gates for the children of the world uh and to make room for other attractions the carousel was moved slightly slightly backwards and received a completely new roof and the carousel was also repainted in orange 
red and blue, and the creepy princess and jester rounding boards were repainted into 18 karat gold. Um, and in 1983, they also added the Sword in the Stone show uh, with a, complete with Sword in the Stone. Interesting. Was they that not, not there before? To, that was not there before. And they didn't expect it to be such a popular photo op, which I don't really think is true. But that's what the, said, the so stuff said. So did it fact. change to King Arthur's Carousel in 1983? Nope. It was always King Arthur's nope. Carousel. They just exactly. they retconned. They just, they, yep, they added to it. Um, hmm. And then people, for maybe possibly for the first time ever, people expressed interest in watching Sword in the Stone, the movie. Sure. Um, and in preparation for Disneyland's 50th anniversary celebration, the happiest homecoming on earth, King Arthur Carousel pl- closed for extensive renovations and it reopened in February 2003. These renovations included an entirely rebuilt turntable platform, new computerized operating console that basically stops the carousel each time at the same spot. So where you get on is where you get oh, off. Oh, uh, I thought that was a coincidence. Yeah. No, it is very much not. Great. And they removed a row of four horses to accommodate a four-course wide bench and wheelchair clamps with an access ramp for ADA compliance. And that reduced the count of horses to 68. And they are now no longer only jumpers. Some are sitters. Oh. Um, and, well, because they're people sitting. And in 2010, the stirrups for each outer course horse was replaced to include additional lower loops, which increased capacity. And that is all of the tech, a lot of the technical details in there. I don't understand, mm-hmm. but that's the information. And that's what's happening. That is one hell of an opening statement, Dan. Boom. Well, that was the history. That's good. I like I, it. I said history. Yeah, I, I guess we're doing okay, history. Opening now. statement. I like it. An opening. St- okay. Opening statement then. Um, Carousels are good. Everyone likes them. Finally. Unlike politics. <laughs> Finally. Got there. Do I? But, <laughs> that was a pretend. That was a okay. joke point. I'm just joking. Uh, so, okay. So if I, if I'm cobbling together, a, look, I'm just followed the no, format you're great. that I was given you're doing to great. I, <laughs> I had zero involvement okay. in this. I gave you no format. Opening statement. <laughs> opening statement. Um, this carousel has a story behind it that is really cool and that is told in any history of the Disney parks. We've all seen the story where Walt Disney's like I was sitting there and it was disgusting <laughs> and there were dead bodies <laughs> and the guy got stabbed in front of me. And I was like, uh, what if I could just make entertainment that was good and pure? Yeah. And then he did that. And the park was built, and by Tinkerbell history, by Tinker, by Tiny, by Tiny, Tiny, <laughs> like, hey everybody, I'm Tiny, <laughs> taking a break from it. <laughs> Change your name to Dolores. All official story. Yeah, uh, that's great. I don't know what you want I from love me. It. I think it's great. Um, <laughs> all right, well, uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and pass it on to Eric then for for his version. Yeah. It, 
Yeah, if he wants to do an opening <laughs> statement too, that's fine. And then you just go oh, into the history. Okay. Just don't forget that I did. I covered things that could possibly get I, a point. I here. loved it. I think I, I would. You know what? I'm okay. gonna. I'm giving you a point for all jumpers. Uh, no, look, 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 I'm giving you a point. Look, you don't for, need. You don't need to give me a point for doing my job, okay? Like, <laughs> I'm no hero. That sounds opposite of what I've heard before. <laughs> All right, Eric, this is a, a, a show. Eric, go ahead. Unless, um, Christy, do you have anything to add that you would like to share about King Arthur's Carousel? Um, I am shocked to know that it wasn't the sword and the stone wasn't there first. So that was great information. Right? See, that should have. Been. Oh yeah. The jury is now awarding. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Would the jury like to make a statement? <laughs> we don't know what the jury does. Uh, would the jury like to be a witness? Uh, the jury would like to know when their lunch is being brought in. Uh, Prince Charming's uh, Carousel. Take it away. Okay, I guess we're starting with some history here. Let me just re-jigger uh, my notes I, look, here. I will have an opening. If you need me to have an opening statement, I will cobble one together by the time I this I think is you over. did. I think you did a great job. We all know the story of Walt and the Don't ca- patronize <laughs> me. Do you, do, you want, do you want a few minutes to get an actual opening statement? Because I do have one No, it would prepared. probably be very similar to what I, I think just you did, did, a great to be job. honest. Okay. Yeah, it'll it'll be you. fine. Yeah. Okay. Okay, well, we'll start with some history, too. We'll keep the format the same way that we've established this one show. Um, <laughs> Look, we, re, we, have, we rethink the format every show. <laughs> That's fair. It's my first day. Okay, the Prince Charming Regal Carousel was originally named the Liberty Carousel. Oh. It was built in 1917 by the Philadelphia Toboggan Company. Uh, the PTC uh, built... 89 carousels during its run, and the Liberty was number 46. Uh, the carousel originally featured 72 horses and two chariots. Um, some sources say that there were four chariots. Um, I think most tend to agree that there were two. Uh, all of the horses were designed and carved by Italian and German artisans. The carousel was first installed in Palace Garden Park in Detroit and was eventually moved to Olympic Park in Maplewood, New Jersey, Built in 1917, stayed in Detroit until 1928. Then it was moved to to New Jersey until 1965 when it was in pretty poor condition and the uh, park then closed. Disney found this, uh, they used the same same sort of, uh, I guess, thought process they had for the first carousel that they put into Disneyland. They wanted one in, in their park, so they sought out a dilapidated... Uh, ruin and tried to renovate it. So uh, when they found the uh, that this uh, park was closing in 1965, they bought the entire carousel, brought it to California for refurbishment. So while Disney artisans were sanding off decades of paint to restore the original maple carvings, Aero Development stepped in to uh, rebuild the mechanism of the attraction. Disney used uh, Imagineers John Hench and Joyce Carlson, who reimagined the color palette of the ride. The, the original ride had bald eagles everywhere and lady liberty and all these other patriotic images that were basically falling apart so they uh changed the color palette uh they painted all of the horses arctic white at their base um, ensuring that everyone could ride the hero's horse they repainted everything they wanted to expand the the capacity a little bit they removed the chariots um and then they used the the same company that built the uh 
original carousel in Disneyland, the Denzel Company, and uh, another company called the Parker Company to create some more horses for the ride. So they expanded the, um, the amount to 90 horses in total. They took molds of the original, um, some of the original horses, 18 of the original horses, to make some temporary fiberglass horses that could be used to swap out during maintenance. And also to um, create some uh, horse, uh, some molds for fiberglass horses for Tokyo Disneyland. I guess they, that wasn't completely in the works in the 70s, but they, they used those fiberglass horses for uh, Tokyo when they opened up the park there. In 1997, uh, they found one of the original chariots and refurbished it and added it back in for guests who could not mount a horse. Uh, some additional quick facts here. Uh, the ride is 60 feet in diameter. It is uh, one of the country's largest carousels. And uh, while much of the original artwork has changed, uh, Disney kept some of the, the um, figures of Lady Liberty on the ride and just repainted them and added some some gold leaf along the uh the edge much like king arthur's carousel uh, similar similar sort of history uh really it's it's the same it, it's the same idea we've got a castle we want to have a a carousel in the courtyard behind it we'll theme it to the castle everybody likes a carousel even though it's i guess amusement park sort of attraction it's fairly ubiquitous but it really does fit in well with the castle parks. It makes a lot of sense to have one of these in in the park. Um, so it really, it's it's tough to make a distinction between these two attractions. So I ask you, person of the jury and also the singular judge. Uh, so I ask you to consider uh, some of the subtle nuances between these two attractions. I don't want you to consider the size of the the carousel in Walt Disney World because of course it's bigger and there are more horses. But I, I intend to prove through through more subtle means that the Prince Charming Regal Carousel is the Supreme Carousel. Counselor, um thank you. Uh yeah, so Christy Jury, I'll let you pipe in first <laughs> before I before I make my verdict on this one. Um and real quick, I my Instacart just got here, so I'm gonna step away and you can edit that out or not, but I'll be back shortly. Okay. Great. <laughs> I told them not to come this early. <laughs> they did. Uh, we, the jury, just want to say size isn't everything. And uh, mm -hmm. we appreciate that, you know, each of the castles has its own theming and its own carousel. And thank you very much. Now I want to go ride the carousel. Yeah, totally. Well, I, I for one, am fascinated by the breadth of history and the nuance that you were speaking of. And I think that in this case, because it is such a similar history, I mean, you can see Canada from Detroit. I mean, <laughs> it's a true, it's a similar, <laughs> it's a similar history, similar stories, but I, you know, Disneyland did it first. I, I contend that that history is more gooder. Um, having said that, well stated. <laughs> thank you. Um, having said that, you had mentioned ADA compliance in the late eighties. Is that correct? Oh, adding in the, um, adding in the, the chariot that was, uh, 1997. Mm. And 
Yeah, and, and it's not the best ADA compliance. You still have to step up onto the the turntable. So it's really just meant for people who can get onto the attraction who can't mount a horse. Whereas at Disneyland, it sounds like there's a ramp, so you could, in fact, have a wheelchair and get on the ride. Yeah, an actual cleat. It'll actually cleat down. Yes. I'm, I'm trying to think, like, is there an actual ramp I've been on? I re- I've read about a step up, but I don't recall having to step up the last time I was on it, but that, that was like a year. Yeah. Ago. I can't imagine an opportunity for you to dig into these things and, uh, have them at the ready. <laughs> well, my goodness, all of the details I had, uh, you know, I do have, I did have two days to do this mm-hmm. show. That's true. Okay? That's true. Okay? You had more time than usual. Um, I'm joking. Uh, Franklin Pierce is America's worst president. <laughs> I, I think I hear Prince Charming coming now. Do you have any supporting statements for that? <laughs> well, I'm sure you do. He got a point for that. Um, so, Dan, <laughs> Dan, uh, yeah, ADA compliance. Can you actually, can you be in a wheelchair and get on uh, King Arthur's carousel? Yes. All right. That's what I was getting at. And Florida is ableist. Florida? Florida is ableist. Does that get, sorry, negative politics. Sorry. Uh, okay. Um, all right. So, and it turns out, Instacart is still shopping. Oh. Instacart, everyone. <laughs> it's still shopping, but it's at your door? I'm getting both messages. So okay. don't forget, if you, if you want to be just like visiting the Magic Kingdom, if you want to be confused, but also excited. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Confused and excited. Yeah. Go to Instacart. <laughs> uh, okay. So, uh, Dan, um, do you? I, I'm not looking yeah. at your notes. I don't know where either of you went with this because I don't know what you mean with you're, notes. You're, where we don't have notes. It's all just off the top your brain of our heads. memory. We're experts. Yes. Uh, I have not looked at your brain memory. And so I don't know what else there mm-hmm. is. So I'm going to let you take and it back and tell me why what? the King Arthur carousel is better than the Prince Charming carousel. Honestly, I don't know. That it's kind of, or is this opening statement? Or <laughs> I got nothing, man. I'm, I <laughs> we moving on to the cues. Oh yeah. Okay. So what? It's so this. This is kind of like I. I don't know that I want to pull a Walt touched it card here, but I think this is kind of a place. W- I think that's the biggest difference between the two because they're kind of, I mean, it's a carousel. They both come from other places. They both were cobbled together kind of haphazardly. By haphazardly, I mean carefully. And, um, you know, they both have, I mean, there's other features that I will get into, of course. But, you know, just as a general statement, um, if we're going to allow for the Walt touched it point at all, ever, I would say this is one of maybe five attractions where that applies. That's reasonable. Because of the history, because it was because it was him looking at this uh carousel in another park while like being surrounded by dead bodies. <laughs> Nothing but drug dealers and graffiti just swimming in filth. Um that he loved. Mm-hmm. And he <laughs> he he was he saw it and he was like, I want that. It was not easy to put together. It took multiple people, you know, scouring the earth for this this dream that this eccentric person had. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, that that a lot of the stories that that we talk about involving Walt and the development of the parks and the, the movies and everything, they're kind of of this type where it's like, are you kidding me, dude? Just 
get a carousel. Like we can just build a carousel. He's like, no, I want it like that. Yeah, it's got to be I want all it jumpers. Got to be this and yeah, yeah, it, yeah. And edit out the cigarette in my hand right now when you take a picture. I fully agree <laughs> with that. I think I think Eric and Christy would probably also agree. But I'm gonna I'm gonna let you hold that one. Hold that Walt touched it card in your back pocket just in case. Okay. Just if it's if needed. It's needed. Um, Got it. I, I would like to point out that it, it wasn't completely, I mean, yes, Walt did decide that this needs to be there, but a lot of the decisions about the carousel itself um, were made by John Hench, mm-hmm. uh, who essentially reprised his role for Disney World. The, the reason he was assigned to it was, hey, you made a great carousel before, let's do it again. Yep. He was the one who came up with the idea of the white horse's and and making all of them jumpers and making everything a lot of this is attributed to walt but from what i've read it does seem like john hench had a lot of those ideas of let's just make it the best carousel ever right right and he did so well with disneyland that they were like hey this is great we should replicate it here that's a point right well i think that that's that's another one of those things like the tricky that's a point right (laughs) well i have a clarifying question uh, it was mentioned that there was a favorite horse on King Arthur's, correct? Yes. And that was Walt's favorite? Jingles. Okay. So Walt Walt really did touch it with his, you know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That, that should be a point. Come on. <laughs> uh, there's also the Julie Andrews horse. Yeah. Julie Andrews horse, that's right. Yeah, Is that the same horse? Yeah, they repurposed Jingles to be Julie Andrews horse. Okay. Uh, now... Prince Arthur's uh, Prince <laughs> Prince Arthur's Prince Prince Charming's Regal Carousel um, does have a horse that is attributed to be Cinderella's horse, but um, uh, Eric, at the risk Cinderella of, isn't a real person. Wow! At the risk of losing this point even more completely, <laughs> none of the Imagineers who have worked on it will will admit that they ever designed a horse to be Cinderella's. One even said, "Let's see, it was the one who's worked Joyce Carlson who was working with John Hench." Um, actually said, why would we put Cinderella's horse in the second row? Basically, everybody says there's this horse in the second row that has a gold mm-hmm. uh, ribbon around its tail. And she's like, why would we put the best horse in the second right. row? That wouldn't happen. Uh, so I want to go back a second because the thing about Walt Disney World being a little bit of a copy in the Magic Kingdom, right? It, it they, they just did it again in so many cases. And I think Pirates is a prime example. Like they just did it again, but they didn't do it as well. Um and a lot of it's again and bigger but you're right pirates is not right and like the castle we decided they did it again but they did it better because now it acts as its principal function better right so that's why that that was that was better now how in this case i don't know that they did it better i think they just did it bigger so so i I, i'm gonna stick with i think that if we're gonna come up with a comparison and this this is kind of like just what i've observed is that from the outside uh, Prince Arthur's carousel is uh, definitely it's it fit it it fits in with the ca- the bigger castle and everything like it mm-hmm. it serves the the park that it's in well and it's maybe slightly more ornate from the outside but then from the inside King Arthur's carousel is I think more ornate and detailed I like the idea of. Uh, it being King Arthur's carousel, and then it, its spawn was Prince Arthur's carousel, and its spawn being Disney World from Disneyland. Um, yeah, I 
I like I like the fact that uh, Walt had a horse. Julie had a horse. Uh, Julie Andrews' horse. Um, okay, so do you, do, the reason I was kind of moving on and asking more probing uh, questions is that I th- it feels to me like you guys have covered the carousels and and there is really no cue to speak of. Right. I just and because I'm not looking at your mind memories, <laughs> what do you want to talk about next? Well, okay, so. There's another, I probably should have mentioned this when we were talking about what we were just talking about, but there's also, can, Eric, I don't, I honestly don't know. Can you see the carousel spinning through the castle uh, gates from Main Street? Occasionally, if you're um, at a right level, right? Yeah, you have to be at, you do have to be at a very specific angle, but yeah, you can see it through. But like you, you have to, it has to be an effort made, right? I mean, it is it is immediately in the center of of the gates. I guess it depends on if there's a show happening in front of. Yeah, but I'm just stage, so but- what I'm picturing, and I could be wrong because it's been a very long time since I've been to Disney World. But what I'm picturing is that the castle is so elevated that you don't see the spinning carousel until like through the gates until you're like kind of right. You have there. to be in. That- you have to be at the entrance of the castle in order to see it. Okay. So one of the nice things, and this could be specific to me because I grew up around it, but you can see that carousel through the gates of the castle. Like if you can see the gate of the castle, you can see the carousel spinning, especially at night because it's all lit up. Mm. And that is magic. It's sparkly. It's glorious. That's a great point. And you can see it from essentially the hub or or Main Street, Right. right? I mean, as long as nothing is blocking the actual eye line, right? Because it's 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 like right there. So it adds. I mean, we, you know, a lot of talk about weenies, mm. and you know, a lot of talk about like <laughs> Walt's it, touched it, it. It adds an <laughs> it adds an extra thing that yeah, it might not be intentional, but we don't know. And it, I don't know. It just it adds. The ride itself adds an extra thing to to the entire area starting down in Main Street, and I will argue leading up through beyond the carousel. Itself. I like that. I like the X as a weenie. To your point, it, it's kinetic energy. It's inviting you into the fantasy realm through the castle gates. Eric, what is your counter? I could counter with the amazing beauty that is 18 dioramas that line the outer rim of the canopy that tell the story of Cinderella, but... Stephen Beauty has the same thing. Or, or, <laughs> they have the same thing, yeah. the same thing. And I, I would you. argue that the paintings being on the inside of the carousel hmm. makes it kind of nicer because you get to like, hey, there's a sleep. Yeah. Party. There's Peter because Pan. if it's on the outside, you can't see it while you're riding. Yeah. It's interesting. But if it's on the outside, you can look at it while you're waiting in the brief queue that wraps around Those it. Those are two different. Instead of looking at the sea of stroller. But you can also see it in the queue if it's on the inside because people have most people have eyesight but those are two different two different points so the the weenie kinetic energy point what is your counter to that i guess i don't have too much to say about that specific point because yes the the main entrance through cinderella castle is elevated you have to go up some sweeping staircases to see it uh the the area around is is more ornate it's more 
yeah castle courtyardy but it is but the, i mean that's per- perhaps another point altogether right uh, because you're already through the castle right when you're on main street you really can't see all the way through easily uh, so well and if if you're if you're not sure about this jimmy let me just think in in your in your mind hole <laughs> about all the things that you've seen all the all the ads that you've seen everything that you've seen involving the, the that shot of the castle absolutely 100 percent. i'm already in i'm on and board that carousel's in there as if it's like it's like saying like this is where the magic is. i'm on board with everything you're saying and i fully agree and it is 100 point worthy i'm just trying to be as fair and balanced as i can be yeah I mean, I'm looking, I'm literally flipping through pictures of myself in front of the castle. And really, up close, it's not that elevated. Um, so you can see through. I'm just not sure how far back in, because it is physically elevated, I really don't know how far back on Main Street. I'm going to just go through years and years of photos here. But yeah, I, I think it is more more iconic and more... I- I think it's visible from a a larger distance. I think the phenomenon, it's not to say that like it cannot be replicated at Disney world at Mm. all, but I just think that the fact that it is so easy and it's such an automatic thing, it really speaks to the intimacy that is Disneyland. I think in a way that I can't really quantify, but yeah, yeah, I, I I agree. Jury, do you do you feel like this is uh, impactful? It is. I mean, I'm I'm trying to put my brain my brain hole on Main Street and looking towards the <laughs> castle, and you're absolutely right. You can see it spinning. I mean, it brings you back. If you don't make that left or that right, I mean, you're heading right for the carousel. Right. You may not. And if let's, let's face it, if you have kids, you're probably not making Correct. that left or that right. Correct. That's it's fair. Iconic. They travel together as a pair. I agree. Yeah. All right. Uh, cool. I'm going to expand on that, and let's see how far you're willing oh to go with me. <laughs> I want to give. I want to give. This is the, like the Ericsson. I know, right? Show. I want to give the defense uh, an opportunity here. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's fine. I honestly, I truly don't care which one. I mean, I very much care because <laughs> that apparently makes the show better. Um, Competition. <laughs> you, Conflict. How competitive I am. Uh, Eric, would you like to uh, tell us another reason or wh- whatever? Just say words. <clears throat> okay, I'm going to say some words. Uh, number one, um, let, let's, here, here's a quick one. Uh, how long is King Arthur's Carousel? Ooh. The the standard ride at the Prince Charming Regal Carousel is two minutes. Interesting. Um, I'm accessing <laughs> your memory hole. It's awesome, my hold on, it's in my mind palace. Now, while while he's checking, while he's um, right. meditating on his mm-hmm. mind palace, I will right. tell you a story I heard through. Um, Google. <laughs> through a, uh, a a friend of the show, someone two who's minutes. Been oh, they're before. both two minutes. Two. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, King Arthur's Carousel does have a um, a, a longer version of a longer. Ba- basically, you can you can set it to go longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the reason is they all of the promos where they put the Disneyland band on the carousel and they play a song while they spin around. Um, and apparently some unscrupulous ride operators will occasionally hit that if they feel that a family is being particularly irksome. 
So they'll let it run for five minutes. So you're telling me <laughs> that does Disney World have that? Because that is totally <laughs> point worthy. I've never heard about Disney World. I've heard it about Disneyland. That's awesome. From a ride operator. That's great. A former cast. Member. I thought you were talking about Prince Charming's and you were telling me the Disneyland band goes to Florida. To- <laughs> right. No, no. Sorry. Oh, you're bolstering, <laughs> just a you're random bolstering Dan's argument head. is what you're doing. I mean, <laughs> competition yeah. seems to be a theme. Drama. Uh, anything else about Prince Charming's carousel so, you'd like to say? And so, no point for that. Well, I mean, what? it's pretty much a it been decided until <laughs> I'm giving Eric every chance to. Was it decided while well, I it, stepped away to check my pretend delivery? You, we're we're not even done with this. I, no, I'm goodness. trying to give you, you an opportunity to tell me things more, about. Prince more Charming memory I have. I want to. I want to hear more about your <laughs> argument for Prince Charming instead of your argument for King Arthur. How about this? It's okay. named after one of the most iconic, lovable, and full of detailed character in Disney history. What, King Arthur? <laughs> no, Prince Charming. <laughs> has like King Arthur doesn't even <laughs> appear on the screen. By the way. No, King Arthur's in uh, yeah. Sword in the Stone. Oh wait, that's oh wait, that's it's right. Disney yeah, movie. but it's not a, like yeah. He, wait, wait uh, but was he? He was king by the end. That's right. Well, hold on a second. He was king are, by the end. Are you telling me this King Arthur's carousel is telling us the story of Sleeping Beauty? <laughs> well, it, but it's a tie-in to the Sword in the Stone. No, yeah. no, it's a tie-in to the the castle. So it's King Arthur's carousel, but it's. Sleeping Beauty's castle, like they're friends. Ah, is Sleeping Beauty in? So, his, okay. well, that's a different king, though. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Go ahead, Eric. Yeah, let's talk about let's talk about story. Okay, if we're going to talk about, yeah, I'm a sucker for <laughs> the, story. The weird theming. There we go. Okay, uh, the we're we're aware that in 2010 the new fantasy fantasy land opened up. <laughs> new fanty. <laughs> new fanty land. <laughs> new fanty land. Fanta land. Oh. Um, Unveiled uh, <laughs> banana rama, uh, <laughs> new fanty flavor no one oh. wanted. Can we just uh, say that that we're we're going to be calling it Fantyland from now on on the show? Because that's great. I'm in. <laughs> okay, okay. Call, call Natalie. I, actually, you know what? I think it just should be Fanty, not Fantyland. It's just Fanty. New, new fanty, fanty and Fanty. All right. Uh, the Magic Kingdom in 2010 experienced the unveiling of New Fanty, massive uh, <laughs> overhaul of the signature All Ages Land in the Magic Kingdom. Uh, part of this included a story that that attempted to draw in the reasons why you could have Cinderella Castle, a Cinderella themed uh, carousel, or merry-go-round. Apparently. Um, you could have a Little Mermaid attraction. You could have the Beast's Castle. You could have Snow White's Woods. All of these things together, including a circus, all in Fantasyland. Fanty. Yeah. <laughs> the case of the Fanties. Uh, <laughs> the case of the Fanties. So as part of this re-theme, they, Imagineers came up with a story, um, as they are wont to do, that described... Uh, Essentially, that villains had taken all of these iconic oh places out of their stories and placed them all in one location. And your job as the guest was to go on all of the rides to experience them and set free, you know, King Triton's Trident and 
beast. You please tell me you're joking. I am not. I I like where this is going. I like where this is going. (laughs) Oh my God. That's so as part of this on May 25th, 2010, Thomas Smith wrote for Disney Parks blog a story about the specific story behind King Prince no. Prince <laughs> Prince Charming Prince Prince, Arthur. Prince Arthur's character Prince King Prince King's Golden Carousel. <laughs> By the way, the original name was Cinderella's Golden Carousel. That's why I put That's gold right. On. I remember Prince that. Charming's Regal Carousel. It's on the title of this file in my mind. Yes. Um, I will read for you my memory of, of this. <laughs> your, read your mind file, please. Say it down. <laughs> Following their fairy tale romance and happily ever after wedding, Cinderella and Prince Charming took up residence in Cinderella's castle. With peace throughout the kingdom, Prince Charming had time to practice for jousting tournaments. Mm. Yeah. What? In the countryside near the... <laughs> yes. In the countryside near the castle, he built a training device of carved horses on which he could practice the art of ring spearing. Oh, my God. A tournament event in which a knight rides his horse at full speed, lance in hand, toward a small ring hanging from a tree limb with the object object of spearing the ring. This event was known by various names throughout the lands, but generally became to be called, uh, generally came to be called carousel with two r's because it was a french word originally and then the british dropped one of those r's mm. and cinderella is a french story and that's why there's and that's why there's spears on every horse yeah <laughs> through them i don't know that that's true the carousel device drew the attention of the villagers who wanted to take a turn on this amazing spinning contraption so prince charming had a second carousel constructed closer to the castle where everyone could take a spin on this wondrous invention Instead of a working knight's training device, however, this new carousel is more befitting of its regal location in the castle courtyard. Its rustic training horses replaced with ornately decorated prancing steeds adorned with golden helmets and shields, flower garlands, feathers, and other festoons. Prince Charming invites one and all to test their horsemanship skills and to enjoy their own happy ending. Dan, bite your tongue. I I think I hear Prince Charming coming now. Really? I love that. That's probably my only point. I, I, no, that's your second. I love that. Oh, okay. I like that. I mean, the fact that you're taking this uh, sort of mundane thing, carny thing. The villains The villains have removed the... Oh, I'm saving that for New Fantasy. New Fantasy. Sorry. Um, so, <laughs> but, I, but I like the fact that they can incorporate a, a rather mundane attraction that is just, you know, off the shelf-ish, right? Like literally off somebody else's park. True. And... And, and incorporate it into the story. I really enjoy that. That's where you got a point. Right. And they use the word festoon. Of course. Oh, yeah. Point for festoons as well. That's it's Dan, just because you don't have a story <laughs> to tie in your carousel doesn't mean it's dumb. You don't need to. Yes, you do. It can just be. It can. It can just be a carousel. And it can just. You're be right. Like, it can, and it is in Disneyland. It's just a carousel. It's King Arthur's carousel. <laughs> Who's not? <laughs> Sleeping Beauty Castle. <laughs> Look, they had an agreement. Okay? <laughs> what Walt and Prince King Arthur? Yeah. Look, you know, Sleeping Beauty and King Arthur. Look, <laughs> so, okay, so, so you get. <laughs> you get the visual tie from Main yes, Street, which okay. we, you got a point for. Okay, 
Right. Which draws you into Sleeping Beauty Castle. Mm -hmm. Right. And then you go by the Sword in the Stone, which is where King Arthur became King Arthur. And you ride King Arthur's carousel and you see a connection to Sleeping Beauty in there. It, 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 they kind of like fit. They're like cog pieces. Like, yeah, it's still, it's still King Arthur's carousel, but maybe King Arthur's real, a fan of uh, Herb Ryman's work. And they, Look. <laughs> All right. So uh, get- you, you walk down Main Street, you see this giant regal castle in front of you, and you yeah. go up the steps into it, and you walk through yeah. Cinderella Castle, and you find this Cinderella themed um carousel in the middle of a courtyard that looks like an actual courtyard it's got all these stone columns and everything it's really nice and uh yeah and then you um, find out about the stupid <laughs> ham-handed story that they came up with and you're like this is dumb i'm never gonna come back to fancy i'm never gonna come back to fancy i'm gonna go I'm gonna go sit and watch the donald trump robot yell at me for 20 minutes <laughs> for the rest of the day uh, dan dan we're not doing that episode we are now <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what else you got here? Uh, um, president Taft was our most <laughs> obese president. Hey, didn't he get stuck in a bathtub? It's not true. It's still <laughs> uh, if you want to learn more about uh, uh, about uh, President uh, Theodore Roosevelt, uh, watch uh, The Alienist on AMC. Hey, hey. <laughs> he was uh, one of the um, regulators like on a horse, right? Horse oh, I like what you did there, yeah. tying it all in. It back. <laughs> yes, thank you for bringing it back. Um, yes. So I'm just thinking about the song "Regulators." As we all are, we going to talk about the ride? <laughs> I'm like trying. What happens I'm on the trying. ride? So you get on yes. a horse. The carousel starts mm-hmm. spinning counterclockwise. The horsey goes up, right, or sometimes it goes down first. Mm-hmm. Then it if it went up first, then it goes down. Mm, is that okay. and then if it went down first, then it goes up. So this really should continues be called for, Newton's carousel. <laughs> right? This continues for two minutes mm-hmm. and then the right ends. <laughs> and you're in the same spot where you were. <laughs> because compu- because computers. <laughs> Go ahead. So the one thing we haven't talked about yet is the music. Yes, that's true. Are you right. guys prepared for that? Yeah, I've been kind of waffling because I'm still waiting for my delivery, but why not? Well, no, I, we're, we're on the ride. So Eric, Dan made yeah. a very compelling argument about his ride. Um, what what happens, what happens on, your on your carousel? carousel? <laughs> on your carousel, uh, parents are allowed to stand next to the horse while their child mounts and uh, is strapped on using a seat I've done belt. that. Make sure they don't fall off. How about you, Dan? Hmm? Can, can yours do that? Uh, sure. <laughs> I don't know. What are you going to do? What are you, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, parent. You can't stand next to your child who is terrified of gravity. I would imagine so. Like, I don't know. Do so we have to call like 1-800-Disney.go.com? Or, I mean, it seems like just it seems pretty intuitive. Um, yeah. The, the, I, I, all right. Fine. Hold on. So I think both. Uh, both rides are the same. They both do the same thing for the same. I think of time. it's safe to assume. I mean, if Disneyland doesn't do that, then let's ret- then let's retroactively remove okay. a point because that's insane. Right. That's but true. that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, going into the land impact a little bit, it's inspired by the legend of Excalibur 
with the, from the sword and the stone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Merlin hosted the ceremony, determined which guests would pull the sword from the stone to become king for a day, huh? Mm-hmm. But that take do your I mean it ended in two thousand six, but did Prince Disney World also had had a sword in the stone ceremony that also ended in 2006. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. So they had a sword in the stone ceremony, but they didn't have a King Arthur's carousel. Cinderella had an agreement. <laughs> Ooh, well played, sir. All right, that's fine. Well played. I'll take it. I'll take it. I do. Look, I'm not expecting everyone to see the connection there, but for some reason I, <laughs> it works for my brain and it could be, I'm, I'm totally willing to say that there are some parts in this that, that come that get boiled down to the fact that like when I was a child, this, mm-hmm. this specific carousel was like the most delightful thing ever mm-hmm. aside from Peter Pan, which was, which we would always do after the carousel, oh. which looking back, my parents were so patient for letting yeah. that happen. <laughs> and to be fair in this sort of mental, uh, mental connection and connective tissue, Sleeping Beauty and Cinderella and Jasmine and Ariel and, and they all hang out together in canon. So it's very possible King right. Arthur had an agreement with Sleeping Beauty and vice versa. Probably see now we're going into an area that I think is stupid. Well, so let's not go further. <laughs> let's just you say started that, it. I just think that well look, I'm just saying aesthetically. Story <laughs> aside, I think that aesthetically it's nice that you have this connection from the moment you walk in and then you and then you so you see the 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 carousel which leads you through the castle and then you get on the carousel and you have that kind of connective tissue backwards to the castle again Mm -hmm. and then as you're riding the carousel you are listening to this wonderful band organ music huh tell us about it and well i it's a mystery to me like what it where it comes from where it comes from apparently there was an actual band organ at some point i don't know if it's still there the internet has apparently just closed off this information but um I no longer care yeah it's like the one thing i i find uh merry-go-round goes the other way but i you type in is the is the band organ at king arthur's carousel still in operation they're like well a band organ is a thing that is an organ and here's a bunch of other stuff and here's deviant art like I, there's no <laughs> why is that the default i'm sure th- <laughs> well my brother i'm sure search history <laughs> i'm sure it's in there but i couldn't like i spent an entire day looking for this specific information but the point is you have actual band organ mm-hmm. music that was either recorded from an actual band organ or is coming from an actual band organ. I think it is coming from an actual band organ because if you go further into the Dumbo and Casey Jr. area, it's the same music and they do have, I think, a functioning band organ. They moved back. Um, There there is definitely one that's functioning at Dumbo, but but yeah, you're right. That's the thing that does seem weird because it's all so perfectly synced. And I I love walking through that area and hearing the music change as you go through into a band organ and then back into, you know, more orchestral music as you get closer to Mr. Toad and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it is literally the centerpiece and it, it, it does that cool thing that Disney does with music where they kind of reorchestrate it to fit where you're going. And it all comes back to King Arthur's carousel because him and sleeping. (laughs) Tell us about the music. (laughs) (laughs) Well, 
And it, you're not allowed to say the word band organ at, <laughs> at all. <laughs> Wurlitzer style X L X orchestrarian. Yes. Uh, no, uh, it is. Uh, so it's different orchestrations of Disney songs. Some are very popular. Some are more obscure things from like uh, the pigs movie, three little mm-hmm. pigs. Um and it's just, it's kind of just, it's iconic to Fantasyland itself. This, the, the music is, it, it, the, this is Fantasyland's music. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what you well, want to know specifically. Yeah, I guess, I, I don't know that it'll sway my decision one way or the other on, on a point of the kind of music. Because it, as I recall at Disney World, some of the music doesn't fit for me. And I don't, I don't know what that's coming from. So Eric, can you elaborate? Doesn't fit as in type of music or the, the songs. songs. I feel like there was a song I listened to. Was, why is this playing? Was it Vangabouts? But I don't. I may be wrong. I, I mean, most of the ones. I, I mean, I don't know offhand. Like a complete. I, I don't know what song might have like not met your your approval. <laughs> but uh, I mean, when you wish upon a star, mm-hmm. hi ho, be our guest. A dream is wish. Your heart makes chim chim tree. So this is love. Like they're all classic. Uh, Disney movie songs, including, you know, the, you know, not just the original golden age, but, you know, the silver age. What about the bronze age? There's actually, they probably, I think they have, um, oh, what's the song from Tangled? Um, my hair, my hair's real long. Yes. My hair's real long remix. Geo golly. Look at how long my hair is. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, our flying pan's a great weapon. Um, Another bad hair day. <laughs> uh, and songs from uh, Disney Pixar's Soul, um, but oh. the music is um, is uh, played on it, apparently still played on the original band organ oh from 1917. They the sold it. They sold that thing. They sold the band organ. Yeah, and you can say it, but I can't. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> What? No, you're fine. Apparently, the, at King Arthur's Carousel, and again, this is lo- these are loose connections, but this is all I've, I've been able to so find. Beauty and King what Arthur I've, had an agreement. Yep. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they did. And um, <laughs> and uh, wait a minute, is Maleficent maybe like that uh, wizard Merlin's enemy wizard person? No, that was Madam. I don't know. Anyway, um, so. <laughs> from what I understand, the band, the thing that I'm not allowed to say from King Arthur's Carousel just like stopped working and they, I don't know what happened, but it's not, it's either not there anymore or it's there anymore. I don't know, <laughs> but I did hear that at Disney World, they sold it. Really? Yeah. And it was from, and- <laughs> from Al Lutz. So it's a very reputable story. Oh boy. <laughs> no, I don't oh, I really God. don't know. You're you're right. I'm not sure if it's still working. I know it was when the park opened. They it was part of the refurbishment. They wanted to redo that band organ. These days, I'm I'm not certain it is because the only band organs that I know that are still playing are the ones that you can physically see in certain places, like um, like Frontierland. Mm-hmm. Yes, tell, say more. You <laughs> mean Frontierland at at Disney World or Disneyland? Land. Okay. Uh, World, you'd have to go to the train station. Uh-huh. Uh huh. 
um, to see some of the original. Right. And where where is another uh, thing that I can't say in Disneyland, Eric? Do you know? Are, are we are we 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 we're gonna uh, have the band uh, stand right now because I, oh Jesus the, guys the bandy okay, so in history and I was not trying to break any records I'm supposed to be at my father in law's house like ten minutes ago um okay so we've learned that not these two carousels may or may not still have a band <laughs> we got that. I don't think everyone has yeah. a band. They both play yeah. music. I got a list of songs from Eric. Dan, do you have a list of songs? No. I mean... I, I think I hear Prince Charming <laughs> coming down. Really? Uh, I'm, I'm going to reject that because I, I greatly prefer the music walking through fans. Whose side are you on? <laughs> Jeez. He's on the side of the listener. Yeah. No. It's something that nobody really talks about. When you're walking through Fanti, <laughs> thank you. Music changes as you go through, and it's the same song throughout, which is why it can't be the original band organ. But it's so charming to walk past the carousel and hear it turn into a calliope, mm-hmm. and and then you keep going. And I mean, I've pointed I, I pointed this out to Christy yep. on one of our trips. Um, like, isn't this is isn't this so cool? It's it's. It needs more people need to talk about oh, this. Right. And what I'm getting because you don't like usually you're yapping <laughs> like we need to get over here, we need to go over here. Where are the churros? I mean, all of that's happening. And if you just take a minute to be quiet and listen, you actually get a little bit of the ambiance of fancy. Yeah. Right. And so it sounds to me the connective tissue of the carousel to the rest of the land is more impactful at Disneyland than Disney World. Is that fair? Yes. And what I was trying to get to is that there's the connection from the moment you walk Got it. basically yeah. to where you can see the castle. So the carousel acts that as an anchor for the whole right. you know, entrance statement through the, the land and has more impact. Good job. And I would like to point out that uh, the, <laughs> the Prince Charming Regal Carousel also has a very uh, deep connection to the entire land because of its involvement with the story of the land. Oh boy! You mean the, uh, it's the not music, piece of crap not, story that they came up with after the fact, or the, hey, at least they tried. Uh, they did try. They didn't need to. It's if it if it ain't broken, don't fix break. It's right in the middle if of it, the courtyard, it looks like a courtyard. Two in the hand, one right. <laughs> and um, Roy O. Disney. Um, uh, <laughs> During the construction of the the, the park, <laughs> looked at the carousel through the the arches of Cinderella Castle and said it needs to be moved eighteen inches to the left. Wow, it's in the wrong place, and they moved the entire thing eighteen inches. That's the only time the carousel has moved. Interesting. Do you think Roy Roy O Disney like took up a smoking habit just so that he could demand that photographers take the cigarette out of the picture, <laughs> like I, <laughs> to be more like his brother? I, <laughs> yeah, I feel like <laughs> no Roy O. Roy O. is his. Uh, his oh, that's right. Nephew, Roy, right. Roy O. is the name. You meant Roy E. Because Roy, no, I meant original. So G. Yeah. Roy. Oh, oh, Roy. Right. No, I think I think I think Roy O. definitely was like. How else can I make people think I'm my uncle? What? Yeah. So I think to if, to help everybody remember when you're trying to decide uh, which Roy Disney we're talking about, Roy O. Disney is 
Is he the original? Is he the OG? No, he's not. No, he's he's, junior. he's the Irish adopted. That's child. right. So it's Roy E. Disney is the is the OG. I'm confused. I confuse myself. All right. Oh, it's top of the morning. I'm Roy O. Disney. <laughs> Roy E. Disney is the one who liked to use his first name as an adjective. <laughs> oh God. Um. <laughs> All right, so um, King Arthur's carousel is going to win. Uh, but is there anything else with... Pro- Walt touched it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just said you're going to win. I, I wanted... I want overkill. <laughs> Slightly older and was even in even worse condition when they bought it. Um, so anything else interesting, fun facts you guys want to share for our listener before we decide Let me, see. Let me just double check. Uh, mind files. I have one thing that I wanted to say about uh, King Arthur before they turned Jingles into Julie Andrews' horse. He was painted gold for like a year from stem to stern or nose to tail, uh, Mm. which I thought was kind of cool. I mean, it would have been cool to ride an all gold horse. Very. Why was that horse thusly? uh, Was that the 50th anniversary? I think so. it knows what it did. <laughs> it does. It knows what it did. Yeah, it was. And it was 18 karat gold leaf. It was crazy. It could be just me. I, you know, and I really, I really do mean that because I hear that and I'm like, that's stupid, but not nearly as stupid as the, you know, shoehorned <laughs> story about fancy villains. Villains but, stole all of the things. Come on, Dan. But, and, and this is something I found in talking to people about doing this, you know, I, I, I've been, sharing with some of the people I live with and researching the carousel. They're like, oh, I love carousels. Like they love carousels as a concept. And I think I, I'm really starting to think that it's a me problem because I don't get that. I get that it's a thing, but I don't get it. Like, and same thing with like fireworks and dinosaurs. Like some, some people are just like way into these things as things. And I'm just like, oh, well, you thing. also don't like joy. So that's right. Ride a carousel with your your niece or your own child, and watch watch them boom with delight as you go around in circles and a bunch of lights flash. I'll take my sixteen year old nephew on the carousel, and I'll He'll love I'll be it. like Jake. Are you start Jake? Why aren't you giggling? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you can at Disney World. You can stand next to your child, and at Disneyland, you have to watch them from a distance. And hope no! everything's okay. <laughs> Please hold on. Okay, we got to end this thing. Uh, this has uh, gone, as they say, out of control. So I'm banging my gavel. And unless there's anything else, I would like to declare that King Arthur's Carousel, the original Disney theme park carousel, is the supreme carousel. Yeah. Oh, and I just want to put out there. It, the music is not synthesized and it is not a sampler because my ears would hear it. If it okay. Was. Just, I just put, is there a band there. organ? That's the real yeah. question. I'm not allowed to say past, that word. Past show corrections are going to be a pain in the butt this time. <laughs> we haven't done past show corrections in a long time. It's fine. <laughs> well, we've been right. <laughs> we've been, we've been consistently right for so right. many episodes. Um, no, but there, there have been a lot of comments about, and I don't, I don't want to, take this longer than it needs to be but, Too late. But there are comments about the music yeah i know there are comments about the music where some people are saying that because 
the newer carousels do have synthesized music, which I concur. That's mm-hmm. true. Um, and I don't really, really don't like throwing this. It's a stupid credential to have, but it's a credential that I have. I can, I can hear my ears, no synthesized music. I've been playing with it for yes. decades and this is, it is not synthesized music. I don't know if it's coming from an actual thing that I can't say somewhere, but it was at least a recorded <laughs> thing that I can't say. And it was all inspired by Walt Disney witnessing a brutal murder <laughs> in front of him while the murderer turned to his children and said, this is what you should be. And Walt Disney said, I need to build a safe place for families and children to enjoy these these delightful oh, carny rides. I'd like I'd like <laughs> to invite you to listen to some of our other shows on the network. You've got Ears Up, Ears Up In-Depth, Ban- Banter, Beskar, and Bantha Milk, Scraping the Vault, where we just released a special Halloween episode of Tower of Terror. Listen ju- about how frighteningly terrible that movie is. But it's not Don't nearly as frightening as the Griffith, Griffith Park. <laughs> Circa 1953. Walt Disney <laughs> saw the devil himself crawl out of the bowels of the earth. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. So any anybody else have anything else to say? No. Uh, support Steve Gutenberg's uh, <laughs> yes, cameo. cameo. Um. <clears throat> If you have the means uh, to resurrect Roy Disney from the dead um, and you need him to move an object just slightly, yeah. you should do it. Is that Roy O or Roy E? Roy E. Roy O is is more – I mean, if you need somebody to – is he still alive? If you need somebody to advise you on how to uh, oust a CEO that you don't like. Um, yeah, he's, your, he's your man. Roy O. Yeah. If you need someone yeah. to be self-righteous about the good old days and then proceed to – to show how the good old days aren't necessarily what people want anymore. That's your guy. <laughs> Suddenly those good old days are long. Um, so, oh, by the way, guys, there there's a YouTube channel that I would like to promote here because oft times I will get some of my memory from, from <laughs> Yesterworld. Uh, a lot of times, a lot of history of things. Yesterworld is really good, a good YouTube channel, and they do a lot of very interesting I think videos. What, Jimmy, I think what you're saying is sometimes you will watch their videos to correct That's them true. And <laughs> that you find that you are, in fact, in agreement. Yes, that's exactly right. We have the same memory of the thing. Anyway, there's yes. one I was watching because, you know, it's Hollywood, Halloween, All Hallows Eve, Five Spooky Theme Park Secrets, Stories, and Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, <laughs> if yep. anybody wants to search it, that's Yesterworld Five Spooky Disney Theme Park Secret Stories and Unsolved Mysteries. This video has been viewed 736,000 times in the last year. And at minute 435, 440, um, they mentioned Ears Up Podcast on the, the, the bones. Are there actually bones inside um, Pirates of the Caribbean? So our network was called out. I thought that was really cool. <sighs> Christy, did you have a good oh, time? Absolute blast. Thank you so much. And now I really want to go ride the carousel. Yeah. Plural. I agree. Eric, did you have a good time? Sure did. You did a great job. Defending someone yeah, exactly. else's turf. <laughs> you did a great job for Dan. Um, yeah, we got <laughs> Dan, did you have a good time? I, I've been at my microphone the whole time. And um, 
Eric, I got to say, we got to break you of this habit. <laughs> Wait, last minute fact. Last minute fact in favor of Dan. Get ready for the points. Uh, Disney World's horses are only numbered, whereas all of the horses oh, in that's right. Disneyland yeah. are named. Yeah. That is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And also, there's an agreement between oh, no. Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's true on both coasts. That's been confirmed. Uh, If you would like a list of all the names of all the horses in Mm -hmm. King Arthur's Carousel, email dan at earsup-podcast.com. And I'll just read it on the air. I'll just read the question on the air. That's right. And all the answers. And if you want a list of numbers of horses at Walt Disney World, email Johnson. E. Johnson at contiers.com. For anything else... It's Jimmy at earsup podcast.com. Uh, Christy, do you want people to get in touch with you? No, um, I also have an my my alias is Dave S. Dave <laughs> nice. nice. How's the plumber doing? Oh yeah, the plumber. Oh, the plumber's gone. Um, I do want you to oh, know though okay. that I've gotten a 10 minute warning because all of the bulbs I'm supposed to be outside planting have all been planted. Nice. Okay, well then uh, I think that is any reason to end the show the best one we could have despite the fact that i committed to be at my father-in-law's house like 30 minutes oh, ago no. uh, yeah and we went two hours on a carousel this after hour is gonna be real short why are you surprised i don't know that's, that's my thing i don't know because normally i have isn't this episode 30 yeah oh that's like true. i kind of want to let you go but i also if i'm kind of tempted to just keep doing this just to punish you for thinking that this yeah. would have been settled by one o'clock it's not it's yeah it's, that's it's, fair that that's fair um <laughs> but i have control of the soundboard and so mm. that just brings us to do we do the same outro you just 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 end, end it. it just end it Thank yeah you. just this is the end bye, bye. Bye. Sam, Sam Genway. Jinx. Adieu. <laughs> I don't know. How do we feel about that one? <laughs> I think that's great. Okay. <laughs>